0: All right, so today I have Rusty Veneman on the line. He's the President and Chief Investment Officer over at CLS Investments. Uh, Rusty, welcome to the show.
1: Adam, nice to be here.
0: So excited to get more into what you're doing over at CLS Investments uh, and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get into your background a little bit more. So how'd you get started in business?
1: How'd I get started in business? Well, let's see here. So, well, first of all, I did grow up in an environment of entrepreneurs. So my parents, my grandparents, um, aunts and uncles. Basically, everybody was kind of doing their own thing and my parents had a business together and so I was just always around that and it wasn't a nine-to-five thing. It was just, I mean, it was just part of our life. Um, I went to school at a a school called Babson College, B-A-B-S-O-N, Babson College in Wellesley, Massachusetts, which is a undergrad business school known for its entrepreneurial studies. And you know, really, the combination of my family and my school—I've just really always been interested in in business.
0: So there's still a a younger audience listening today, also, and they may be thinking about, you know, well, they're graduating college, or maybe they're a couple of years out of college, and they're thinking about starting their first business. Um, what kind of advice would you give them?
1: Oh gosh, great question too. I've also, I should say, I've been involved in the startup community a little bit as well. Um, back in Nebraska, and I think for the, by far the most important thing, I think for people in school or just getting out of school, I guess there's a, really a couple things. Uh, particularly if they want to be successful in business, I think one, you, I think you need to have a growth orientation. You just need to learn. You need to soak up everything you can. Uh, hopefully, you're fortunate enough to find mentors that you like. But whether you have a mentor or not, there's just so much to learn. And there's so many resources available, uh, and they're just you know reading podcasts. There's just so much, there's just so much. The second thing, and I think it's probably underrated, is probably uh, particularly if you want to be successful in business, is you obviously have to work hard. And it's not really a nine-to-five sort of thing. It's really you've got to kind of take that extra step. If people expect like X out of you, you need to give them X plus one. And not only have to do that, but you have to continue to learn on your own. And that additional learning is going to take you places that you ultimately want to go.
0: No, I love it. And I love that you uh, you bring out the hard work part because sometimes uh, I think being an entrepreneur or owning a business can be over-glorified, not for everybody, <laughs> just throwing it out yeah. there. Uh, uh, there's a lot of trade-offs and sacrifices made um, that don't always equate in you making more money than you would have made otherwise um, had you worked for somebody. So just throwing that out there, I love that you um, that you bring that out um rusty let's switch it up a bit i want to get more into what you're doing uh over at cls investments as a cio um so what kind of clients
1: are you helping and what kind of things are you helping them with so i'm a cio chief investment officer so that means i'm working with investment portfolios my clients are primarily financial advisors. So I do work with institutional investors, whether it could be states or like college endowments, but really I work with financial advisors all across the country. And these financial advisors are basically entrepreneurs as well. And they basically have their own small uh, business practices or professions. And basically I'm helping them, I empower them to help investors themselves. So to me, what I do essentially is not just build a portfolio. But I have to build a portfolio that they fully understand, that they're comfortable communicating about. And then it's all the other stuff that goes with investment management. So, again, I think a lot of people think managing a portfolio is just about numbers, and it's just about creating a rate of return. But but really good investment management now or wealth management involves so much more. It's about relationships. It's about conversations. It's really sort of the human side of it. And I think even though technology has sort of automated a lot of this stuff that people used to spreadsheet out – it's, I actually think, made wealth management and investment management more, it's more human than it used to be. I think there's an ability for advisors really get to know their investors much better than they did before, which I think is a win-win for everybody involved. Mm,
0: no, that, that's great stuff. Um,
1: I, I know you also have a podcast. Can we talk about that a little yeah. bit? Love to, yeah. So I have a podcast. Um, my gosh, how old is it now? Maybe two, three years old. It's called CLS, which is the firm, CLS Investments, like Charlie, Larry, Sam, uh, CLS, and uh, the weighing machine. And so that is basically a reference to, when I say weighing, it's like like a scale. And it's really a reference to a quote that Warren Buffett has often said, and he's quoting his mentor, Benjamin Graham. And it really describes how I believe markets work over time, and that over the long term, The markets move off of fundamentals, which means how do companies make money, and then valuation. So how much do you pay for those those fundamentals? So the market over time is a weighing machine, but in the short term, it's not necessarily a weighing machine. It's more of a voting machine, so it's more about emotions. It's more about narratives. It's more about things that may not be necessarily directly connected to fundamentals and valuation. So on my podcast, I'm talking to advisors. I'm talking to people within my own firm really to kind of understand what we're thinking, hopefully in clear language. It's basically going over material we've written and communicated elsewhere. So it's just another way to message. And it's really for a lot of advisors. It's giving them the bullet points or perhaps the scripts to help work with investors and really describe how the portfolios behave over time. Uh, What's the format? So what's the length? What's the frequency and distribution? Just so that my audience can get a feel. Mm -hmm. So we publish every two weeks, and the format is always the same. And the format is where we talk about our last two weekly commentaries. And our weekly Mm -hmm. commentaries at CLS Investments are called the Weekly Three. And basically, we're just talking about three different topics. And these are topics that are generally driven by questions we're currently getting from advisors or from investors we talk about those topics. So well, really, that means there's six topics that we're going to talk about on each podcast. We also kind of talk about the markets briefly and kind of what investors might be kind of thinking in terms of sentiment. And then the last segment to the podcast every two weeks is really an interview with somebody who is not on the CLS Investments Portfolio Management Team. It could be somebody else within a division of the firm or it could be an outside guest. And it's usually talking about something hopefully that is relevant to financial advisors or investors and hopefully gives them something that is practical that they can use when it comes to working with investors or building portfolios or just learning something. Uh, Hopefully it's learning something cool about CLS investments or, again, about their own portfolios.
0: No, that's great. Uh, So, and and I'm a big fan of promoting other podcasts and podcasters. So, if you're listening to this, definitely go check out that podcast. Um, What's the name of it again, Rusty?
1: It's called CLS's The Weighing Machine. The weighing machine, like a scale.
0: Perfect, fantastic. Um, so, Rusty, um, you're obviously an expert in what you're doing, um, and you, you've you've been working in it many years. What I'm, I'm just curious to hear you have you comment on maybe what you think is uh, any trends that are happening with fintech that make what you do interesting? Because fintech is just to me, it's just so it's just so, there's so many great things going on. I'd be interested to see how it's helping on the institutional management side.
1: Well, I think when it comes to FinTech, so it's really sort of the the merging of technology and financial services, I think it is an exciting time. Um, Our sister company, Orion, um, is one of the leading firms in FinTech, so we can see a lot of things they're doing that is really making the role of, of being an advisor easier in many ways and also creating information which is easier for investors to use. I kind of referred to it earlier. I think a lot of the technology, I, I think for some advisors it's kind of scary because it feels disruptive. And then, you know, disruptive means change. But, you know, I actually think that it's more innovative and enhancing, and it really is making the job of an advisor easier and ultimately more effective. And I also think that for investors themselves, again, it should be a better experience. I mean, it used to be, if you're an investor, you might get a performance report that was huge and cumbersome and like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. And the advisor themselves were, weren't necessarily being very educational. But I think advisors now are much better at being a counselor, much be much better at giving like more holistic advice and I think that's what technology has really enabled advisors to do is really be better advisors.
0: Oh, That's awesome. So Rusty, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on CLS Investments, um, what's the best way for them to get that info? Uh,
1: Great question, thank you very much. There's a a couple different ways. So of course there's our website which is clsinvest.com and there's a lot of information on that including who we are, what we do, um the blog videos uh, podcasts uh, tons of information again the way we communicate is we're not trying to communicate to other investment professionals but we're trying to communicate to financial uh, advisors and investors so we try to keep it as simple and as understandable as educational as possible we usually get pretty good reviews on that Um, i do have a twitter um, account i do have linkedin Again, my, it's all under my name, which is Rusty, and my last name is, is Vanneman, V-A-N-N-E-M-A-N. So usually there's references to all the material that we're publishing on both of those sites as well. And again, of course, there's the, um, the podcast, and uh, I like to use a tool like uh, an app called Overcast because, um, or there's a bunch of other things that do this because you can not only queue up a lot of podcasts, but you can even play them faster, so you can do even more podcasts. All right. I personally like oh. to look at podcasts at 1.6 times speed, Adam. How, how fast do you listen to your podcast?
0: I, did, I didn't even know you could do that. Um, mind yeah. is blown. Well, for everybody listening, <laughs> Rusty is not only an expert on uh, on investments. He just now taught, us, taught me something on a podcast. So, hey, I, I really do appreciate that. Um, and, Rusty, thank you again for coming on the show and uh, giving your knowledge and background to the audience As always, I really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to uh, support our podcasters, and uh, definitely go check out Rusty's podcast uh, over at uh, CLS Investments called CLS's The Weighing Machine. Uh, Rusty, thanks again for coming on the show.